Hello. Welcome back to Come On Babe. So this is my first episode without Angela because we are both now at school. Um, feels a little weird, I'm not going to lie, to be talking to myself in a closet in my room, but that's okay. Um, my roommate is literally sitting outside probably listening to me record this, but that's, that's also okay. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about and... Now that I've gotten back to school, the biggest thing that has kind of consumed my life is my sorority. And I don't mean that in a bad way, because, um, you know, it's an organization. When you sign up for things like that, like, it will be time-consuming. But I, f I, I wanted to do an episode on this, because Angela and I wanted to do an episode on this together. But her and I have very, very different sorority experiences because she is in a more she's in a sit she's in the city so I know that they don't I don't think they have houses I could be wrong she'll probably do an episode on this sometime soon so y'all can hear from her but ours is not as big as like Bama Rush I know we've all seen the TikToks but like ours is still pretty um intense um and I lost my voice during recruitment last year. It was awful. It was like 12-hour days and I was just talking to girls like non-stop and I lost my voice and I had to put my fake peppy personality on and it was just, it's like my own personal hell. Like if someone, if like I were to go to hell, like it would look like sorority recruitment because it genuinely is so, so awful. Um, but there are people who enjoy it. I just don't think it's for me because I'm not a very peppy person nor am I a very outgoing extroverted person so that makes things a little hard but you know that's okay um so I live in my sorority house and I lived in last year and I'm also living in this year because I was too lazy to go find a house for my senior year and I was like you know what this is easy I've already lived here let me just do it again so I live with my friend Skye and my little Caitlin and it's really nice because I lived with my big last semester and now I'm living with my little this semester so how cute but I don't even know where to start with my chapter I guess I'll start with recruitment first so my year when I did recruitment it was different than how we normally do recruitment because it was like the COVID year and so our recruitment was completely online and our bid day was online, like, everything was just online. So, like, all the new member meetings, like, just everything was online. And funny story, um, the first round, I guess, was the videos that we submitted when we registered for um, Rush. But I didn't know that, or maybe I didn't read the fine print, but either way, it wasn't made very aware, at least in my opinion. And so... I, like, woke up, recorded my video, submitted it, because I was like, oh, shoot, like, registration for Rush is, like, due today, or, like, the deadline is today, and I, like, submitted my stupid video, and it was literally before Angela and I were gonna go stay in a hotel in DC, and it was right after I took a nap, and so obviously I looked horrendous, but it is what it is, um, yeah, so that was, that was, yeah, I wish that I had gotten the chance to do regular recruitment, but also, Maybe not, because it's super snowy here, and last year when we did recruitment, um, one of the seniors in our chapter was literally 
up very early in the morning like shoveling the driveway because someone from Panhell was like if any of the PNMs like trip like on your driveway or whatever like whatever whatever and so we were like well we can't have like potential new members like slipping and eating shit on our driveway so our driveways needed to be shoveled also because we're in Syracuse and it snows like a fuck ton like a lot so that happened and basically we have go greek which is the first round and then the second round is philanthropy the third round is house tours where like well go greek is kind of just like everyone can be there everyone's like everyone who registered is there this is before we make like initial like cuts i guess and then philanthropy is when people we like tell people about our philanthropy so my chapter our philanthropy is like fighting hunger and so we would tell all the PNMs about that. And then the third round again is house tours. And because we are, because Greek life is pretty big at Syracuse, like we do have sorority houses and fraternity houses. And so the PNMs who make it to the third round, um, we have like tour guides. And so they will go on a tour of the house just to see what it looks like. Um, tell them a little bit about, a little bit of the history of the house. And then the fourth round is pref and this is like the longer more like supposed to be intimate conversations we have like our prep ceremony and then i guess after you get your bids it's bid day and so that was fun it was super pink um which i'm not really a fan of but that's okay um there's always going to be more bid days um but this year i me and sky we both not really fans of recruitment so we both signed up to be rogams which are like the tour guides almost who like kind of shuttle and like herd the freshmen or like the pnms around from house to house and yeah we just decided that that would be a better option for us because we don't like recruitment and previously when my big was the recruitment chair she was like mm -mm, you guys are not being rogams because i need you guys to recruit and i was like oh because I hate recruitment, but then she left, um, which is totally fine. I'm, I'm totally okay with it. Um, but now I can be a rogam. So that's super fun. And I don't know, I guess like being in a sorority is an interesting experience because I also was not the type of person who thought I would join a sorority because I was like, oh, like, you know, everyone has like an image of what a sorority girl looks like in their head, you know, like, super peppy, probably a little ditzy, probably blonde, white, size double zero, you know how it goes, um, wearing the Lululemon, wearing the Golden Gooses, or whatever the fuck they're called, but Angela told me to do it, and so I did it, so it's really her fault that I'm here. Anyway, um, but it's been an interesting experience. I also think that, like, my experience is slightly different because um there's a lot of white people and i am one of very few asian girls and there are a lot of not that's a lie there are not a lot of asian girls but the asian girls that are in my chapter i think almost all of them if not all of them are adopted and so even though like our faces kind of look similar that's not a race joke it's just we're all asian yeah when you look at us we're very obviously all asian but culturally our experiences are are pretty different so it can also be kind of 
difficult being like I don't know having people who don't really share any of the same cultural experiences as you like when I am here I like miss Korean food so much or just anything spicy to be honest like we had a chef and he'd be making the weirdest shit and I was like I I, I don't know I don't know how y'all be eating this but I was not a fan but yeah I think it's just very it's just a very unique experience but like also like because like inclusion and like DEI just yeah because DEI is like super important to me like the first position I applied for when I got into the sorority and I was eligible to apply for a position was like the director of DEI and previously we hadn't ever had a DEI so when I was like when I joined and you know committed to the position I was like okay what are my duties and I was literally told um you can basically do whatever you want we've never really had one before so we don't really know what the position is supposed to look like so you can take like creative liberty and I was like okay like I literally don't even know where to start um but sure and so I mean I did what I could but I also was relatively new to the chapter I also did not I was like getting comfortable with all the girls so I wasn't gonna start just like telling all my personal traumas about me being Asian but I think I definitely did not do as much as I could have done with the position but I think it was a learning experience and there's another girl who fills that position now and I think she's doing a really really good job and she's not like a racial minority or anything but like she's very very educated and she's also very involved on campus from what I've seen so like she offers a lot of like resources and she's always doing research after Roe v. Wade like she was on it she was making resource sheets after Uvalde like she was on it like everything that's happened since she's taken her position like she's done a really good job of doing so I'm glad that DEI is a position that's gonna hopefully continue to be filled now because it was like me and now it's her and hopefully after her someone else fills it because it truly is like a very very important position but yeah leadership wise um i feel like being in a chapter is beneficial it, it opens up a lot of avenues like there's around less than 100 people in our chapter we're a very small chapter we're the smallest chapter on our campus but it you, you get to meet a lot of people and there was a senior last year who was going to law school and i literally was there when she opened her first acceptance letter and that's like so cool because it's like I also want to go to law school and seeing someone else kind of experience that and live through that like I know that if I ever have any questions like I could ask them about it and they would help me in any way that they can and so as much as the sisterhood shit is like bullshit some of it is sometimes a little bit true so I don't know it's 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 all right um I think being in a sorority definitely definitely isn't for anyone and I do sometimes think about like how my college experience could have been different if I hadn't joined a sorority because right now being in a sorority pretty much consumes like my social life at Syracuse like most of my friends are in the sorority there are a few that I've like you know maintained from like my freshman year when I wasn't in a sorority but beyond that like most of my friends are within the Greek community and so, I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's interesting to think about what my life could have been like if I hadn't joined a chapter but I'm also as much as I say I hate this chapter um I hope that no one from this chapter is listening but um as much as I say I hate this chapter I don't actually hate the chapter like no matter where you go you're going to run into difficulties so it's one of those things where like I joined the chapter I've gone through some difficulties but even if I didn't join the chapter even if I decided to join like the gymnastics club I would have had difficulties so that's just that and speaking of sorry I'm like sitting next to the fridge and it's like making noise but that's okay um I think something interesting to think about is like I don't know if this is unique to our campus but I feel like it is because I I haven't heard other people say that it's this severe on their campus as it is ours I'm sure it might be like down south at like Bama but like obviously I don't know anybody who goes to Bama um like your like chapter image on Syracuse's campus is like insane like it is a very very large part of like being in a chapter like you are kind of labeled with what people label your chapter as and so like I mentioned earlier we are the smallest chapter on our campus and a part of that is because we've been shut down twice now so this is our third time reopening and I think it reopened in like 2010-13 like that was like the most recent time we were back on campus and since then we've been trying to build but it's just been difficult because as we were getting that momentum like COVID hit and then like now we have to start rebuilding again and like people are also like it's pretty cutthroat here um at Syracuse like people will be unkind to you um like there was a joke about one of the other chapters having like only like one minority girl which is not funny but also I feel like I'm allowed to laugh at it because I'm a minority but like that's still not great and I don't think it's true but like like partially like you can see where they're coming from because they all do kind of look the same um but every chapter kind of has like an image and our chapter um we are known as well we we don't get we're not known we pretty much get shamed for being like ugly fat weird things like that which are like not true like I think a lot of the women in this chapter are like really great but um people say what they want and like we can't really change you know their perception of us so unfortunately that's just kind of what the vibe has been but we're trying to make it better because I think like overall if you're in the Greek community like you should just be able to make friends with people and you shouldn't be shaming people for things like being fat or like weird you know just because I don't listen to the same type of music y'all listen to or just because I am not blonde and blue-eyed does not mean that you get to you know say shit like that but our chapter is rebuilding we're unique in our own way and that sounds corny but I truly mean it because there are some very very special and kind people in this chapter and I really don't think I obviously I do think about what other chapter I could have ended up at but I think that like I, I'm somewhat glad that I ended up in one that isn't known for being racist or worse things so I don't know 
being in a sorority is just it's just so surreal like I really can't even explain like if you're not in Greek life it's just I like really can't even explain to you like how just fucking weird it is to be honest like all these kids paying so much fucking money to be in like a chapter and like I, I, I don't know it's it's a little it's a little weird when you think about it like when I first got my bid my freshman year I sent it to my mom and she thought they were like a charity asking for money like she had no idea what was going on partially because she's an immigrant and they don't have like sororities like in Korea but she literally thought it was like a charity like asking for donations and I was like no mom like it's a sorority like I just got a bid and she was like what do they want like money or something like don't don't do that don't give them money and I was like I was like, okay, no. So I had to explain it to her. She still doesn't really understand, but she's supportive, which is, you know, that's the best she can do. So that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just really surreal. And I also have become like pretty aware of how other people view Greek life as well, because I also used to be in that boat. But yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's just really weird. And I also don't think that you need to be in a sorority or like a frat or anything in order to have like a good experience at college. Like I feel like it's very possible and like doable. And I think it's a very, I think it's just, it's really no different than a club because you can choose to be as involved or like not involved as you want to be. Like for me, like I joined and I was like, you know what, like, I'm gonna make this place better for everybody. And so I chose to get, like, super involved, but there are other people who aren't really involved and that's totally fine, you know? Like, it's the same with any other club. Like, some clubs, like, you kind of just attend the meetings because you have to, but you're not gonna take, like, every leadership position that's offered to you. And, like, that's totally okay. But, yeah, I don't know. Greek life is weird and I I don't know like the biggest thing that convinced me when Angela was like talking to me was the fact that she was like well like don't don't you think that like we deserve like the same experiences as these like white women you know and like don't you also want to make it a place for other minority women to have those same opportunities because like I mentioned like being in Greek life is also a huge asset because you meet so many people it's like such an easy way of networking like just after I joined this chapter, I was already connected with, like, 100 people, and then every year we get a new class, and, like, there's, that, there's, like, 50 more people, and then, like, it's just, it's just such an easy way of networking, and once you join the Greek community, you connect with, like, other sororities, frats, and that's even more networking, and so it's just a great way to network for, like, your future, and so it really is, it holds a lot of opportunities and Angela was like don't you think that like we deserve the same opportunities as like white women and don't you think that like we also can make it a more inclusive space for other women that look like us to be able to join and I was like you know what absolutely you know because it's like we we deserve the same opportunities and trust me I me and Angela we both know the issues with Greek life we know we know the history behind it. We know that it has a history of racism. It has a history of classism. Like, we, we understand and we are aware. And when people shit on it, I guess, like, my response to that is, like, well, like, yes, that was what it was. That's what it's built on. But now that, you know, we have the opportunity to, like, join, like, why don't we reform it from the inside out? Like, going forward, moving forward, like, how can we make this a better 
place that everyone can be. And, like, I've had people ask me, like, why I didn't join, like, a cultural sorority. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, for a minute, I did think about it. And I still think about it every now and then because when I'm at Syracuse, I feel just, like, very out of touch with, like, my culture because there's, like, nothing here. <laughs> like, that's, like, remotely Korean. But I'm, like, hmm, what if I had joined, like, an Asian sorority, like, would I feel more comfortable when I'm here you know, because I would have, like, my Asian sisters, but at the same time, like, I don't hate my chapter, I enjoy being here, and, like, I, I, I guess I, the way that I'm thinking about it now is, like, I chose to be uncomfortable, but in that discomfort, I'm, like, learning how to be a good leader, I'm, like, learning how to be in spaces that weren't made for me, because, frankly, there's a lot of spaces that weren't made for me, and, like, even, graduating and finding a job like most places are not going to be um most places were not made for people like me so I'm just getting used to it and I guess I'm choosing the more difficult route but there is always that lingering thought of if I had joined somewhere where I did where in theory I would have been more comfortable would I genuinely have been more comfortable yeah probably but also I don't know I'm here now and you know once you get initiated, you can't join another, another chapter. So whether I like it or not, I'm stuck here. So yeah, that's okay though. I feel like I get my dose of like culture when I'm home. Like the other day I was in a frat and they were playing, they played like five seconds, like the main chorus of Glimpse of Us by Joji. And then they transitioned it to like something by LMFAO. Um, Maybe it was party. I think they transitioned it to party rock anthem, but it was, it was nice. And I texted, you know, my Asian friends and I was like, y'all, they just played Glimpse of Us by Joji and Efra. I'm thinking of y'all, my Asian comrades, you know, like, and it's like the little things that kind of make me like a little homesick or make me miss my culture, but it is what it is. And I do enjoy it here. It's just different you know like my Syracuse life is just different from my home life and that's okay like different isn't always bad I'm getting used to I've been living this life for like what like almost three years now so like I'm pretty used to it and it's pretty good it gave me a lot of different opportunities and it really helped me come out of my shell I think quite a quite a lot so I guess different isn't always a bad thing but yeah this was, I know this episode was very rambly because I'm very scatterbrained, very tired, um, have a lot of things to do, but I'm just, I hope you guys enjoyed me just rambling about my chapter. If you guys want Angela and I to do a better in-depth version and literally just comparing and, comparing and contrasting, Jesus fuck, I can't talk, um, the experiences in our chapters and we can do that whenever we go home for break whenever i see her again so yeah thanks for listening um oh my god i forgot to do hyperfixation i guess my hyperfixation for um the week or the two weeks i don't even know what it is now we'll have to change that but my hyperfixation for this episode is probably the song i don't care by I think Iconopop because that is my favorite frat song and whenever they play it I scream really really loud.
quickly and obnoxiously. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Come On Babe. And I won't see you guys, but Angela will see you guys in two weeks. So thanks for listening. Bye.